0: Welcome to Episode 2 of the Sports Grocery Podcast. First, let me start off by saying, and I touched on this in Episode 1, being a fan of sports comes with everything it has to offer. Happy and sad moments, and, and that's just how it goes. This past Sunday, my son and his youth football teammates lost in their championship game and uh, you know it was a tough loss they battled all game long they came up short after the game my son who wears his heart and emotions on his sleeves he just kind of had a look of of sadness of pain and it touched me because this is what I was talking about this is sports you know I I simply told him just let it out Let it all go. Everything you're feeling now, just let it out. And for a 10-year-old to feel such passion and have such a commitment to wanting his team to win that game, that coming up short just devastated him. You know, these are the moments, and that's what happens. As a fan, more so as a parent, those are the games that really touch and really make you feel a part of it, whether a loss or a victory. I mean, sports... It's an emotional roller coaster, and, and he did let it out. Uh, but I was super proud of him and proud of him, of his teammates, the coaches who volunteered their time and commitment to them. And I know they'll be back in this position again, you know. So that was Sunday. But the weekend started off Friday night Mexico and USA in a World Cup qualifier, which was pretty fun to watch, albeit a 2 0 win for USA. That atmosphere was pretty uh, intense was held in Cincinnati which seemed like a great fan base um, soccer in general has a great fan base it's it, it's insane how we in America don't know truly how big that sport is you know it's it's nuts like these fans they' they go crazy for their teams all over it, it's not just you know uh uh the European countries but the Latin American countries, Argentina, right? Uh, obviously, Argentina, but they go nuts. These fans, they have fucking riots. They riot in the stands. It's nuts. Uh, we also had Max Holloway versus Gary Rodriguez. They put on a show Saturday night on the UFC, uh, UFC Vegas forty-two on Saturday. That was good. If you're not, or if you're if you're looking for a fight to get you going in the UFC, it was that one. Yair Rodriguez, two years off from the UFC, and Max Holloway—you know what you're going to get. I, I I love Max Holloway. He he's in, he's in one of my top five lists as far as UFC fighters go, and we're going to touch on that more so shortly. The 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 whole list thing. Uh, Steph Curry—he went off for 48 points against the Chicago Bulls the other night on Friday, and by the way. How great of a job is Billy Donovan doing for Chicago? They're playing at an exceptional level, and it's a level Chicago hasn't been at maybe since Derrick Rose and the Baby Bulls. You know, we always talk and and say the NBA is at its finest when the major market teams are playing well, and Chicago is doing just that. And uh, they're in a spot to make the playoffs and make a nice playoff run. The Knicks, the Bulls, Lakers, I mean, not really much going on this year for Boston early in the season, but the NBA is great when those major market teams are having success, you know, and that's not to say the NBA isn't great with Milwaukee having success or Phoenix, you know, Denver, Memphis, you know, but the major market teams are when they're doing well, the NBA is so good. And we're seeing that now. The NBA is such in a great position right now and how good, you know, I I think this season in general overall, uh, especially with the new rule changes, kind of new, somewhat old. You know, the officiating has has been really good in my eyes. Um, It's amazing, though, to see the players who have embraced this new old rule of not getting the calls that they once were in previous seasons and we're truly seeing that the best of the best are coming out when they have to score. Uh Durant and Curry are top two leading scores and believe it or not you wouldn't guess and I couldn't believe it until I see it, till I saw it, excuse me. James Harden is 30th in scoring. Think about that. James Harden who has been in the top 3 Five scoring the last six, seven seasons maybe. It's thirtieth, thirty-first. All because of the NBA cutting back on, on, on not giving offensive players the advantage with certain calls. It, it's kind of balanced out the game a little bit. So much that when James Harden is thirtieth, thirty-first, in scoring, you start to think. You start to think about that top list that they came out with in the season, that top seventy-five list. You know, what or who would James Harden be if this rule were in effect the last six, seven years, maybe? Even the last three or five. Uh, Would Harden still be considered top 75? I mean, you know, he still gets his eight, nine assists a game, seven boards. But Harden is known to be one of the best ever at creating his own shot. And he's 31st in scoring this season. I mean, how much would that come into effect if this rule were in place the last three, five years, you know, and not taking anything away from Harden, but that's just an example of what I'm talking about here with this Top 75. So as we segue into that, I mean, and this may be one of the most debated and talked about topics since the season started, this Top 75 list that they came out with it is just, I don't want to say it's a complete joke because it's... To me, you know, that that's too harsh of a word, but not for the players that were n- named top 75, but like, where are we going to draw the line at here? You know, 25 more years, we're going to go to 100, you know, we're going to do it like the NFL and give us the you know, top 100 list. Is that what we're going to do? Um, uh, 125? Is that where we're going to go? Where are we going to go with this? You know, so was it really necessary to come out with a whole new list? You know, from its original top fifty, and you see the top fifty make you know. It, for me, the top fifty makes a better argument. You know, it is it should he be in? Should he not be in? That that to me was. It was a better topic of discussion, a better debate than top seventy-five. I mean, is Damian Lillard really top seventy-five? Is Luca really top seventy-five? Is Baby Luca top seventy-five? That's what I mean. Overall. Like, Giannis is on the list, but I feel two MVPs, he's a champion, he's a finals MVP, that the freak does belong on this list. He could be a freak on the court and on the shits. Oh you know, would he be top 50 though? I think he would, but see where that takes you, see where that argument goes. Would he be top 50? So. I mean, I've had recent talks with some friends of mine where, you know, we bring up Scottie Pippen. And, by the way, the shit that Pippen is saying in the news recently, with his whole book coming out and the whole MJ stuff, is like, bud. MJ time after time has said, there's no Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen. I could be paraphrasing, but he's giving you your due. He's giving you your props just because you kind of fucked up on your own shit albeit personally or, you know, whatever, career-wise with their contracts. That's on you, man. You can't put that on MJ, bro. But is Scottie Pippen top 50? There's a couple of people that do say no. They're, you know, I would have him top 50. But that, where I'm getting at with here is the top 75. Do you really think Luca Dame are close to Scottie Pippen? You know that that to me is a little harder to debate. But social media loves to take these things. You know they love they love to take these lists and run with them, don't they? Even the players do. Like Clay Thompson, he came out and he he made a little statement on his social media. You know, but but for some reason though, the NBA top list seems to be the only list that is debated amongst you know social media and just groups. You know you don't hear much on the NFL's top 50 or the or MLB's top 50 you don't even hear much about their top 5 so and although the NFL and maybe MLB excuse me do have such lists to me their lists are more cemented than the NBA you know perhaps perhaps those sports are easier to judge easier to vote on I don't know I don't know it it, it it's amazing to see these people get angry they get pissed off Oh you can't believe you left LeBron out the top ten. How I can't believe you left LeBron out top five, Kobe out of top ten. They get pissed. And I mean I'm a sucker for it too. You know, I I, I get sucked in just as well, you know. And but I don't hold other people's lists as gospel, you know. My list is not gospel to you. In no particular order, but you know, in this order because it's my list. When it comes to the NBA, I have Jordan, Magic, Bird, Wilt, Hakeem. Now, you're probably listening going, there's no way. No way. That list is garbage. But it's my list. You know, just just like you think your top five is the Holy Grail of all lists, well, that's mine. But that's the point I'm trying to make. Only in basketball do we make this argument. The NFL, if I told you my five were Brady, Jerry Rice, Reggie White... Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson. You might go, man, okay. I, I mean, I can see how you might try to justify my list a little bit. And 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 someone says, here's what gets me. When someone says Brady surpassed Montana for greatest of all time, you may agree. But you kind of never hear someone say Brady surpassed Reggie White for that, you know, for that GOAT status or Brady passed uh, Jerry Rice. It, it, like, we all know. We all know Reggie White is arguably the greatest defensive player of all time. But unless you're Jerry, who is like a fucking video game on that field, and, and, or Megatron, you know, with Calvin Johnson, but, you know, Jerry just put up, like, unbelievable numbers. Unbelievable numbers. numbers. Retro Bowl numbers. But back to the list. You can make a concrete list for Football you can make a concrete list for baseball. You know, for baseball, mine would be Babe Ruth, Roberto Clemente, Ken Griffey Jr., Jackie Robinson, Ted Williams. Ted Williams, just for the numbers, I mean, although we've never seen him play, <clears throat> and I can say the same for Ruth, obviously, and Jackie Robinson, you know, we're seeing the videos and highlights and stuff, we, we get all that, but, you know, Babe Ruth is like the Hulk Hogan of baseball. That's That's just how it goes. It's hard to not put Ted Williams in that because of his numbers, his insane numbers, and Teddy fucking Williams knocks it out yeah. of the past, past- By the way, Inglorious Bastards—that may be one of the best movies ever, right? I say Ken Griffey because to me, he's my greatest of all time. Injuries aside, but even like with those injuries, Ken Griffey is arguably considered the greatest of all time. I mean, we're talking the sweetest swing in the game. Let's not forget defensively either. He, you know, 10 gold gloves in his career. Now, that list could go other ways, and we are missing out on some players like Barry Bonds, and we all know the, you know, the quote unquote steroid era. And yeah, how that that era in baseball, how that was portrayed. You know, me, I personally, I, I, I don't give a shit, you know, players using steroids or not. You still got to go out there. You still got to hit the ball. You still got to run. You still got to catch. You know, you still got to do all these these things that baseball consists of. So you stick a needle up your ass to get stronger. You still got to see the ball. You still got to hit it. Does it help? Absolutely. You know, to see Maguire and Sosa battle it out in 98, you know, for home run supremacy, but again, steroid era. Justifying my list though with like Ruth, Clemente, Griffey, Williams, Robinson, would be easier, still, than the NBA list. Also, name me one pitcher you would put in your top four or five, included with the great hitters of the league. You can't. You could make a case, but it wouldn't be justifiable, just like it would be... Just like it wouldn't be, sorry, for maybe putting Reggie White... Well, Lawrence Taylor in the discussion for top four or five all-time in football, or as the greatest of all time, of football. The stigma of pitchers or, or, or defensive players in football being considered the overall GOAT is, and will forever be, out of the picture. Well, they only play one side of the ball. Stop it. Stop it. Then we should consider anyone the GOAT if that's, that's the case. Brady's the GOAT. We get it. There's no way around it. Here's one of my favorite lists, and this may be a bore to some, but I kind of love debating wrestling, and, and you know, who would I be on, who would be on my Mount Rushmore? Uh, like baseball and football, though, you pretty much hear or get the same four or five guys. You know, um, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, and the Macho Man. That's my five. And some would disagree with this list, but I guarantee you three, maybe even four of the wrestlers I just mentioned would be mentioned on many other lists. You can certainly make the case for The Undertaker. You can make the case for The Rock. You can make the case for Triple H. You can make the case for John Cena, of course. But the point I'm trying to make here once again, basketball is the most debated top 5, 50, 75, 100 list that there is when it comes to sports. And I know I'm kind of beating a dead horse with this, but this is what I'm trying to tell you. That top 75 does not matter. Not at all. Now, after all this talk about who's in the top and who's not, who should be in, there's one list, one ultimate list that matters when it comes to basketball the Colin list. Hello, you hope. The list of all lists. When it comes to the NBA, the Colin list is the most accurate, the most updated which makes this the only list around in my eyes that counts. And the most in-depth list there is about the NBA. Hopefully, as the NBA season goes along and as these episodes go along, I'll reveal some players that Colin has on his list. And maybe he'll even, you know, give some of his own. That is all for episode two. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this. Please share, like, comment, download, subscribe, all the fun stuff. It only takes a couple seconds to do so. Once again, shout out to Anchor FM for the platform. Speak to you all.